Hello, this is Alex and Danny. Hello, Alex and Danny on the day on the nature weird. On the nature weird, yes. This is our out of this world outlandish podcast. We're going to talk yeah. about everything that's out out of this world: alien life, alien plants, weird looking plants that you wouldn't expect we that you know are real. Um, it's basically our out out of this world podcast today. Um, so well, Alex will go first. You might really want to see too. I could recommend it. It's called Bizarre Botanicals. Bizarre Botanicals. There you go. Check that out. Bizarre Botanicals. I'll see if I can find the link for that and uh, put it in there in the I description. I give you the uh, the author. I have a copy of the book. I'll nice. Have it right now. But uh, yeah, Alex will go first and talk about his outlandish and alien uh, plants and stuff. And then I'll talk about alien life as we know uh, right now. So go ahead, Alex. You have the floor. Okay. Thank you, my host, my co-host, Danny. Now, before we get into this, I have a poster by my bedroom that says, Stop the Spread and transport of invasive plants, protect your native habitat. One word or terminology for plants is alien invasion, invasions of plants. And the plants on this poster are oriental bittersweet, queen's anne's lace, common tansy, garlic mustard, Canada thistle, spotted knapweed, Japanese knapweed, European buckthorn, purple loosestrife, Pumless thistle, leafy spurge, and wild parsnip. Hmm. And are those local, or are those the foreign ones? No, those are all plants that you can find in Minnesota, but they all originate from around the world. Like oriental bittersweet is found in the Ornette in Asia. Garlic mustard was a potter from, from Eurasia. Uh, European buckthorn is a Eurasian South African native. Hmm. Japanese knotweed, I'm guessing it's from Japan. Purple loosestrife is from Eurasia, too, or Europe. Nice. Yeah, and Queen Van's place is also wild carrot. It's also called wild carrot. Ooh. It is native nowhere in the U.S., and yet it proliferates everywhere. Interesting. So basically, every. But in this day and age, most of the plants that are found in your landscape originate from somewhere else other than Minnesota. Hmm. Like, you don't see vast swabs of lady slippers and bloodroot and trillium under a forest anymore. We have changed the landscape and altered it to our uses and our um, fulfillment, which is frankly sad, but... It's the way it is. I mean, the lawn grass is from Eurasia. The rhododendrons could be from Southeast Asia or Japan yeah. or Borneo. The lilac is from China. The roses are sometimes from maybe a wild ancestor distant in the distant past. But yeah, even the shade trees we plant, like the pears and some of the elms, are from other areas of the world, and they're invasive. Wow. Remember I was telling you about the Siberian elm? 
Yeah, the the day I visited you, yeah, you told me about that, and it was uh, interesting. Yeah, have a yeah. giant elm in front of our yard by our property, and it's growing bigger every year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's some weird plants. Indian um, plants are a real serious problem. In fact, they're only second to development as far as ecological damage. Wow. So invasive plants spend at least six to five billion dollars a year controlling them, and it may it probably will never be able to be controlled. I mean, they're in here; they're here to stay. They're reproducing. They have populations that can reproduce and survive whatever nature throws at them. Yeah. Anyway, this is a book that I really like. It's called Bizarre Botanicals. And there's chapters, there's succulents, there's orchids, there's um, prickly plants, there's unicorn plant, tarantula cactus, sensitive plant, the dancing plant, weird leaves, beehive ginger, artillery plant, jack in the pulpit, voodoo lily, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And have you ever heard of um, John Denver? Uh, the singer? Yeah. Yeah, he he wrote a song that perhaps love is like a window, perhaps an open door. It invites you to come closer. It wants to show you more. Yeah, okay, I remember that, yeah. Yes, love plants. I'm looking under chapter four on page 117 in the book. Yep. And basically, it talks about love plants, plants plant like love lies bleeding, which is an amarilla, by the way. Love hasn't been destroyed yet. Yes. Love in a puff, um, hearts a bursting, wax hearts. So you're saying if we touch it, it it could give us a cardiac arrest. What did you say? Are you saying if we touch it and it it would cause us to have like a heart attack? Um, you'd have to get it into your bloodstream. Oh, okay. It's, and it has cousins that were used by hunters in another, um, area of the world to kill animals for food. They basically dip the poison onto darts and put it in a blowgun and blow it from the from the bottom of the forest floor into the animal and the animal drops dead from cardiac poison. Oh wow. Yeah, and it can work the same way with people too. If I were to dip a vine into a um into the sap of some of these vines and then blow it into someone, they would die. And then, yeah, it'd be horrible. But yeah, it does kill that way. Would we need a higher dose if we're human compared to animals? I don't think so. Oh, Maybe. Wow. I, I don't want to know. I mean, it's not something that I like. 
Yeah. But it's, I did um, have a spider's tresses once. They need a lot of light. Yeah. I never dabbled with their more poisonous counterparts, but yeah, they do have some very scary heart poisons in them. Wow. But another plant I really like is the pencil cactus. Ooh. It's not in the bizarre botanicals. It's red, it's fiery red, and it's like the size of, looks like the size of a chair. And it's got big, big, um, like projections growing out little tiny leaves on the tip Ooh. and the projection red and pink and fiery colors nice and if you break it if you break it you have to put on gloves because if you break it the sap can make you go blind and it can also um, be fatal if you eat it Oof. wow but it is a cool house plant I mean I found one for $35 that I really wanted but I think, you know, maybe like bygones be bygones and let giant plants lie. Yeah. <laughs> My rubber spike is doing really good, by the way. Nice. It's not really on a weird alien plant list. I have weirder plants than that. I have a Borneo um, rhododendron that's bigger than almost as big as I am. Wow. I have a starfish santeria that looks like a giant starfish. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yep, I have another santeria that has strap-like leaves that are really small and thin. It's called Fernbrook. Okay. So that's good. I do want to up my game of collecting plants, but we kind of have a ban on plants because of the space in my room. Yeah. Yeah. So I might have to maybe do it in the summertime when I have more space. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, is it my turn now? Uh, almost. Okay. Go Another ahead. thing I was going to talk about was, um, when it comes to weird plants, is that um, plants can live just about anywhere, even in acidic salt lakes, they've been found algae. And that should probably take it off to you. What do you want to talk about as far as aliens and stuff? So we're, we're talking about the aliens from other planets. Uh, and the chupacabra and all that. The chupacabra. Um, uh, there's also the greys, the talls. Um, the... Yeah, I don't really know a lot about aliens. This is kind of a new territory for me. I don't really know a lot about extraterrestrial life. So, yeah, there's the amphibian race where uh, they look like amphibians human amphibians then there's the chupacabra that is along those lines uh that have spikes on their back and stuff they're range from three to four feet tall um and they suck f the blood out of creatures is basically they're a vampire like alien 
um the chupacabras and then um the grays and the talls um they tend to keep their distance the talls are like the slender man or whatever you call that weird creature the the horror movie the slender man it's basically what the grays look like they're very thin very um tall they're about eight to ten feet tall roughly um they're thin uh and uh they're a greener substance where the grays are more uh four to six feet tall depending on uh yep. that uh I, the tallest scene is six feet but they're they usually average about four to five feet tall um the I don't know if you've ever had a dog or know about boxes or animals and stuff, but have you ever heard of mange? Yeah. A lot of times when they have animals or strange creatures that have been found, they've been found with mange so badly that they can't be identified. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, those that's really the weird. They, they, they believe... Be an alien. Yeah. It might be something with mange. Yeah, so they believe that could be uh, an extraterrestrial uh, a phenomenon where mange occurs on animals. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's one of those things that the greys are m the more scientific and more study-like creatures. They usually have big eyes, um, old, really weird-looking heads, um, uh, their noses are just two holes. Usually they're not, they don't really have a nose. Uh, the talls, uh, are green. They have a rounder head. Uh, their necks are about like a foot long, six, eight to a foot, eight inches to a foot long. They're really tall, really thin, uh, creatures. But anyway, uh, basically to sum it up, we, we believe, uh, there's proof that there are these species of aliens living on Earth. Um, some say that they're actually under Area 51. Uh, there's subterrain bunkers under Area 51 where these aliens uh, coexist with each other. Um, uh, and some of them are in sections, so... You know, they don't really coexist unless they have to. Um, uh, they have rankings. Uh, some have are higher than others um, in rank. Um, but anyway, what happened was uh, when Dwight, I think it was Dwight D. Eisenhower was president, the first alien sighting was spotted and... Uh, he signed a treaty with the aliens saying that they are allowed to study on us as long as they don't they don't do anything that could harm us in any way. So uh, and they have like a certain quota. So basically they can't go over the quota uh, due to the treaty. Um, uh, the that's also stated that, when they do this, they um, when it when you're abducted, uh, they swipe your memory. They they wipe it so that you don't 
really remember it other than well you see them then they get you see a light and then all you remember is you know just you know see, seeing kind of these weird looking creatures hovering over you um not too much detail um other than um the next thing you know either two hours or two days passed and uh you're found like 20 miles from your home or 20 you know 20 miles from where you were left um and or doesn't matter really 20 miles but it, it ranges from things and uh it's like they clean your memory to the point where you kind of only vaguely remember what happened um and it's it's really uh weird because a lot of these people that say they've been abducted it's kind of hard to uh to um verify because verify no yeah because anymore. like the, the there's no there's been a couple pictures taken by certain people of the creatures as well as the ships but the 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 they the government can't prove that they are real they're trying to de to keep it under wraps because they don't want to scare the population as well um they they're they're basically what they're doing and what we have been told is they're trying to merge their their DNA with our human DNA and create alien like alien like babies that have both their DNA and our DNA so that we can coexist and stuff. So like some people have their hair grows faster. Some people they heal faster. Some people uh, they actually have a disease that makes them cold blooded. Um, uh, other things are um, there's a very weird phenomena that are caused with, with the merging of alien and human DNA. Um, it has been kind of speculated, but um, yeah, some of it, uh, some have telepathic powers where they can read minds or move things with their mind or uh, other people um, can conduct electricity without getting hurt. Um, uh, it's just uh, things that are kind of like when you have static electricity in your hands. Yeah. So basically there's this kid in India who can actually, he's, he does electrician st type stuff. Um, but what he does is he actually can conduct the electricity without dying and like, like fix things with that are electrical and he has, he can really, electricity has no effect on him whatsoever. He's immune to an electrical current. So, you know, it's just one of those things that he can, he can fix things that are live that aren't shut off. It's really weird. There's another person out there that has a magnetic ability where spoons and magnets and any kind of metal, he's basically a human version of Magneto. And he can uh, manipulate metal within, I think it's a three or four foot radius. So anywhere, anything that's metal that is like three feet away from him, he can like move it with just by like, look, you know, like basically what Magneto does. 
So it's really weird. They can stick to his body. He's magnetic. So it's really weird. Um, so basically, they're they're basing this stuff off of of alien merging DNA with humans that are causing weird phenomena for making people be weird. Um, so it's like it's really weird how that is. Um, other people can remember their past lives. So like some people have the ability to think that they had they they are able to remember their ancestral life so sort of like the assassin's creed game um these people can remember all their past lives uh that they've had it's really weird um so basically all these weird things are are basically being de trying to be debunked or to be figured out but right now the only logical explanation people are thinking is how these aliens are merging our dna with them uh when we get abducted and are taking our sperm and the eggs from these people and creating altered humanoids that have dna alien dna in them so it's really really interesting um and and weird uh, if you want to look up a podcast about this, there's a podcast called uh, The Last Podcast on the Left who does this. I can't remember what the episode is that talks about these aliens and all that stuff, but I will look it up and put it in the description below. Um, okay. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's going to be... I will, I'll put the link and the episode number in the podcast in the uh on the podcast description um and hopefully okay. we'll get this podcast out there um within a week i'm going to try to get it out tomorrow i'm going to definitely try to get this out tomorrow but i can't promise it'll okay. probably be midweek but um yeah but uh yeah it, the aliens uh, they're very peaceful they they're not like these aliens from independence day uh, they don't tend to do us harm just because we aren't capable of doing harm to them, basically. Uh, they they basically think we're more of a primitive race. So they they are they usually come in peace. They usually come to to uh, uh, just study us personally. Uh, the aliens are tended to be a more scientific community. So they like to study what we do. They study our history. They study like why we fought. Um, a lot of it stuff is like they're seeing how we are progressing as humans in the technology era. A lot of the technology that we have is also from them uh, because they share their technology, technological advancements with us. So that's why a lot of the government has the more higher tech than uh, civilians do until it's released and studied through the gov the military. So military has very high grade technology that hu us humans, us civil civilians don't use because of the fact that the government has contracts with aliens that give us their high tech DNA, uh, their high tech uh, blueprints of of technology so that they can use it for them before releasing it to the public. So that's okay. also something that has been talked about too. But anyway, um, we're going to wrap it up at 25 minutes. 
or that would be about a minute and 15 seconds from now. So any last words, Alex? No, I just thought it was interesting. You were talking about the aliens and stuff. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put the link in the description and you can listen to the last podcast on the left there, left there too. But uh, yeah, it's a really interesting podcast. It's about an hour and 10 minutes long. It's a really good podcast based on uh, the golf, the sea golf, the golf stream, I think it was called, or something like that. But they, it was, you know, just the, how the the military was trying to hide it and stuff. It, it, it's sad, but uh, anyway, yeah, that's aliens for you. They're not here to harm us. They're just here to study us, basically. They're not. They're not bad. Well, they're not. They're not going to harm us in any way. We we don't think that will ever happen. Okay. So. Anyway, signing off, Danny Rorty and Alex Jones. All right, bye guys. Bye.